Hello, everyone, and welcome to the season finale of Mac at Night. As always, I'm your host, Danny Mac, president of the Extreme Wrestling Corporation. Tonight, it's our season finale. We're going to talk about the top 100 wrestlers of 2020 in the EWC. But first, let's get to the drink of the night. Tonight, I'm drinking some eggnog featuring Malibu. So Malibu is a coconut-flavored liqueur, um, which is made with Caribbean rum. And if you didn't know, Malibu rum is actually the world's best-selling Caribbean rum. And uh, it's got uh, some natural coconut flavor in it. It's uh, originated in Barbados in 1982 I believe was when it was introduced which is a year younger than I am the alcohol content is 21% so let's oh yeah I love the smell of this stuff let's get this poured into the glass shall we there we go Max not fooling around tonight and let's give this a little t swirl. So again, this is eggnog, because why not, right? I don't think eggnog is going to be available for very much longer. And Malibu Caribbean rum with coconut flavor. So let's give this a taste. Mmm. That's nice. All right, so let's kick this baby off. So tonight we're going to be talking about the EWC Top 100 Wrestlers of 2020. Later on in the show, we're going to have a special guest. So let's get right to this thing. So the EWC Top 100 Wrestlers of 2020. So the top 100 wrestlers of 2020. First of all, how in the world do we come up with this list? If you're David Miller, you've probably taken over the OOC chat trying to figure out. So here we go. Let's let's break this down a little bit the best I can. So as you know, if you're a member of the EWC, we have this thing called the Elite 15. It used to be the Power 25 uh, back in the early days of EWC. So if you've been with us for a long, long time, uh, you'll remember our first top list was the Power 25. And then the Power 25 turned into the Power 10. And then the Power 10 turned into the Elite 15. So we've been running the Elite 15 for, for quite a while right now. Um, it's been going on for a while. And there's... A number of ways that we break it down. So in character, the Elite 15 is sponsored by Under Armour, and it features the 15 top stars of the year. And the nice thing is we go month to month, so you accumulate points from month to month. Uh, the EWC runs in seasons. It always has. Uh, I know some people think, oh, there was a couple of years we didn't. No, we, <laughs> it's always been in seasons. So the EWC runs. Uh, it used to be... Um, 
the dates were different before, but we basically run from February to December. We take January off. There's still stuff that happens in January, like this month we've got Legends of the Cage. We've got our award show. So there's still things that happen, but it's not part of the actual season. It's it's a break for majority of people. So we have a winter break. It It's a real break of, of at least a, a couple of weeks anyways, two, three weeks. Um, but, I mean, if you wanted to, you're, you're basically taking an, an entire month off of e-vetting. So it's a nice little break that we all get to have. Anyways... So the Elite 15 comes out, uh, it's supposed to come out on the 15th of every month, and it talks about the prior month. So, for example, um, March 15th will have an Elite 15 based on February, and then April 15th will have an Elite 15 based on February to, to the end of March. So that's how that's how it works. So the scoring is is uh is it's point based how you rank one to 15 is is point based now in in a lot of efeds uh they rank whoever is the undisputed champion or world champion whatever their top championship is they usually rank that person number one and a lot of cases the people that follow are also champions while that tends to happen in the wc from time to time Number one isn't always the undisputed champion. And I know people are like, whoa, 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 pump them brakes, son. Well, it's a point-based system. So while the person who is the undisputed champion is the EWC champion, is the face of the EWC, is the most sought-after person, they might not be the number one ranked person on Elite 15 or our top 100, which is the case. So how do we score you? How do you get points? Well, David Miller and everybody else that's wondering. So this is how we, uh, I well, how I, because, you know, I'm not going to put the onus on the staff. I'm, I'm the one that does this. So if you're mad about rankings, yell at me. Nobody else does this but me. Okay, so we've got, we've got a bunch of categories. I'm looking at my spreadsheet right now. We've got wins, losses, and draws. Okay, so your win-loss draw record counts for points. Now, for I'm not going to break down every point, but I'll tell you some of them. So... If you win a match, um, it's worth five points, I believe, right? I think it's worth five points. It's not telling me right now for some reason. So you win a match, and it's worth five points. You lose a match, you get a negative point, okay? And then there's draw points, okay? Then you also get points for MVP. So if you're named MVP of a show of a night, you get a point for that. Um, if you win a championship, that's a big deal. You get a lot of points for that, for every championship win. Every time you successfully defend a championship, you get points. If you get a championship uh, defense loss, so you were defending the championship, you didn't win it, you lose the title, you lose points for that. Multi-wins. So if you're in a match that's a triple threat or a fatal four-way or whatever the case is, if it's more than two people, okay, three, four, five, six, whatever it is, if you're in a match with more than two people and it's not a tag team, right, obviously, unless it's a tag team against multiple people, but whatever. So if you're in a match that's against multiple people, um, you get points for that, for that win. Um, big event win. Uh, you get points for a big event win. Um, in this season, we really only have one big event, and that's the um, EWC Rumble. That's the big event. Um, so, although I think moving forward, I should probably put Night of Champions in there because that's a pretty big event. 
So anyways, as of right now, uh, winning the EWC Rumble is a, is a big event, and so you get huge points for that. Um, another one is main event wins. So if you win a main event, you get points for that. You get bonus points. Uh, a negative one, a big negative one, is if you no-show. So if you no-show a match, you're getting negative points for that. If you let us know, um, like, for example, you know you have a match in four days, and you're like, you know what, guys, uh, something's come up. I really don't think I can show. If you give us a heads-up, well, if it's that far in advance, we'll probably change the match and, and put in an ET in there so it won't even count against you. But let's just say it's a short period of time, but you tell us before the match that you can't show up. I'm not going to ding you as a no-show. I won't ding you for that, okay? Um, so that's so there's negative for no shows, and then so that's the the categories that we have: so win, loss, draw, MVP, championship win, successful championship defense, uh, championship that you lo- that you lose, uh, multi-person win, big event win, main event win, no shows, and then we have something that's called momentum, okay? And this is momentum is the thing that's all over the place. It could be anything, okay? So if you win an award. Um, If you win MVP for the night, you're going to carry momentum points. If you submit a segment for a show, you're appearing on the show, you're going to get momentum points because you're being seen on the show. You're you're getting that push, as it were, by being on the show. So you're going to get a point for that. Um, If you win your debut match, um, not against an ET, you're going to get points for that. You're going to get some bonus points. If you go on a winning streak, you win two, three, four, five, six wins in a row, you're going to get bonus points for that streak. Uh, same if you lose. If you go on a losing streak, you've lost three, four, five in a row, you're going to lose some momentum. You can't be negative momentum. The worst you can be is at zero. Um, if you break or set a record, you're going to get momentum points. So if you you know, you know, win your first 35 matches, I mean, that's going to be a record. Or if you um, have a title reign or you successfully defend the title more time than anybody else, those if you break those records, set those records, you get points for that. Um, if you get a big win, so say say you're a person that maybe has you know only has two or three matches, and you end up facing you know a, a big name champion uh, like a, like an Ace King or a Stitches, uh, you know someone someone like that who's who's an established champion or something, um, and and you win that that's a big win. Okay, um, if you win a contendership match, those are bonus points. So there's a lot of things that carry into momentum. There used to be fighter talk as well, uh, but I'm not including that anymore because it's just it's an issue that people have. So <laughs> you're not going to get points for using fighter talk, um, but use it still because it's a cool it's a cool tool. Okay, so that's how it works. That's how you get points. So. Again, win, loss, draw, MVP, championship win, successful champion defense, a championship that you lose, a multi-person wins, big event wins, main event wins, no showing, and momentum points. So in 2019, uh, we had two people crack 300 points. Um, <clears throat> super impressive. We had, uh, we had Melody Malone and Cyrus Black, who finished uh, one and two last year in 2019 scoring. So kudos to them. We didn't do a top 100 last year um, that we started this year. I mean, I could go back and make one, but why? So um, this year, we didn't have anybody crack 300, but we had quite a few people crack 200 points, which is, you know, always impressive. Um, so let's get to the list. All right, let's let's take a look at at who made 
the top 100. So for those wondering, um, yeah, we, we had well over 100 people in the EWC this year. We average about 140, 150 um, is what we usually average in the EWC. In total, I believe we had um, just over 203 <clears throat> total members on the roster at some point in 2020. So from February to December, we had a, a cumulative total of, <clears throat> it's just over 203. It's like two, 205 or 206, I can't remember, but we went with 203 because uh, <clears throat> a couple of people didn't actually debut. They filled out contracts and then they never opted in. So those people don't really count. So it's uh, 203 total roster members that actually had a match in the EWC. So out of those 203, I took the top 100 uh, point totals based on Elite 15 scoring. And that's what gave us the top 100 wrestlers of 2020. And uh, it's a beautiful list. And let me just say, uh, a lot of times when I put out these lists, I get a lot of um, disgruntled messages like, oh, I didn't make the list, you know, but <laughs> I didn't get any. Uh, so that's a first. Uh, I'm putting that under my diary. Dear, dear diary, I did not get a complaint. So that's fascinating. So thank you so much for not complaining. Or if you did complain, you didn't complain to me, and I didn't. I didn't hear about it. Um, really good. So all in all, this has been met pretty favorably. Um, the top 100 wrestlers of 2020 in EWC, again, which was all based on. You know, Elite 15 scoring throughout the season, which ran um, from February 1st to December 31st. So let's take a look at a few things here. So the most wins in the EWC for singles competition this season was Scorpio. Uh, Scorpio finished the season with 21 wins. Uh, congratulations, Scorpio. That's awesome. I know that was something heading into WrestleFest that he was worried about. You know, if he if he didn't beat me and got his ass fired, which he did, he was also worried that he wouldn't get the top wins. But everything worked out, and he ended up with the top wins. Uh, we had a few people, four people, um, finish with 20 or more wins. So Dominic Sanders, Xavier Reed, Samantha Titus Hamilton, and Scorpio all finished over uh, at 20 or more. So congratulations, Scorpio. You are our win leader for 2020. Um, last year, our win leader, uh, I'm not going to do this for all the categories, but last year, our win leader was actually Dominic Sanders, who hit the 30 mark. Um, so that was really impressive, actually. Sanders had a really good year in 2019. Um, Cyrus Black had 24, Xavier Reed had 24, Killjoy had 21, and Scorpio had 20. So Scorpio improved on his win totals over last year. Um, went from 20 to 21. So good for you. I mean, you're out of a job, but good for you, Scorpio. Well done. Uh, let's take a look at the MVP leader. So the MVP leader is at 10. 10 MVPs. So how do you get an MVP? An MVP means that you were the top scoring role play of the night. Uh, sometimes there's multiple ones because sometimes people have the same score. And so they're given to multiple people. Um, or, you know, they just did a terrific job in the match they were in and it was crazy so in this case uh we have a sole winner of mvp which uh is mr hazama uh rookie rookie season and he nails the mvp with 10 good job that means 10 times in 2020 um he had the 
the best score of the night. For successful championship defenses, and I'm, I'm just in singles right now, uh, that was three with uh, with Heaven, Nevia, Lei, Lee, Lei, I don't know. So she... <laughs> She she had three successful um, championship defenses. Good for you. Uh, as far as the multi-wins go, Samantha Titus Hamilton had six. Very good. Stitches was the lone big event winner with uh, the EWC Rumble. Main event wins, uh, Scorpio, man, 11. 11 main event wins. That's incredible. Need to switch up who gets put in the main event, I think. <laughs> well, I guess, I guess it will because Scorpio doesn't have a job. So that's fantastic. So our points leader um, for 2020 was Jordan freaking Sharp. So how did he finish? Jordan Sharp had 16 wins, uh, which was fantastic. He had nine MVPs, two championship wins, two successful uh, title defenses. He had five main event wins, and he's got a ton of momentum points. Uh, So congratulations, Jordan Sharp, for finishing number one. Uh, Number two, Scorpio, 21 wins, nine MVPs, a championship win, two two championship defenses successfully, four multi People wins, 11 main event wins, no-no shows, excellent. Um, Stitches, 14 wins, 4 losses, 7 MVPs, a championship win, a successful championship defense, uh, 3 multi-person wins, 1 big event win, 4 main event wins. Good job, Stitches. Ace King at number 4. Um, 17 wins, 7 losses, 8 MVPs, 2 championship wins, a successful defense, a multi-person win, 6 main event wins. Samantha Hamilton, 20 wins, 10 losses, 6 MVPs, a championship win, a successful championship defense, 6 multi-person wins, 3 main event wins. we got to get Samantha Hamilton into some more main events, or maybe she just doesn't do well in main events, but she won 3 of them, so good for you. Um, Hazama, 17 wins, 3 losses, 10 MVPs, 1 championship win, 4 multi-person wins, 4 main event wins. So that's the uh, that's the top 6. And uh, yeah, fantastic. Great job all around. Um, we had some really, really great performances this year. Uh, so let's see. There's a lot of people that had uh, 9, or well, maybe not. So Jordan Sharp had nine MVPs, Scorpio nine MVPs, Ace King nine or eight MVPs, Xavier Reed eight, Killjoy eight, Stitches seven, Samantha six, Sanders five, and then we've got uh, Robbie Raider with three, Candy with three, Melody Malone with two, Dio with two, and then uh, there's a bunch of ones. So excellent work by those who were able to pick up multi uh, multiple MVP wins. Um, you obviously, you know, showed fantastic work, um, show in, show out, very, very good. So congratulations to those who finished uh, with those MVPs. I don't know much else to say about the um, the top 100, really. I mean, you've got you've got the list. You know who finished it. Um, let's take a look at the tag teams, okay? So I'm gonna pop over for tag team for for 2019 and for 2020. So in 2019. It was uh, Dream Sound 2 um, that was the points leader in 2019. Um, They finished with six wins, two losses, two MVPs, one championship win, successful defense, and one main event win. 
and a bunch of momentum points. So they, they did pretty well for themselves. Um, they finished second this year in tag team scoring. Number one was the Southern Express. Southern Express had possibly one of the best um, tag team seasons we've seen in a long, long time. Um, and this is no disrespect to any tag teams before them, but Southern Express was outstanding this year. Um, I mean, their record reads like a singles record. They had 18 wins, five losses, two MVPs, a championship win, three successful defenses, main event win, and a bunch of uh, momentum points. So really good job, Southern Express. You did fantastic. Uh, finishing right behind them, uh, Dream Sound Revolution Part 2. They had eight wins, three losses, two MVPs, one championship win, and they're the ones that lead the league this year. Four successful championship defenses. Good for Dream Sound. That's awesome. And they get one main event win as well. So very, very good. Um, and then rounding up the, the top three, I'll do the top five. Why not? Uh, Diamond Dogs were five and one. One MVP, one championship win, uh, one main event win. NSFW was six and two, three MVPs. So half their matches or half their wins, uh, they got MVPs. It's pretty impressive. Uh, and one main event win. And then coming in five was lunchtime. Five wins, four losses, and that's it. <laughs> so fantastic we're hoping to see a big boost in tag team this season there's a there's something big coming your way uh, we have a big announcement that's coming about the tag team division uh, so all i'll say right now is if you're thinking of being in a tag team sign up right now become a tag team right now fill out an app find yourself a partner become a tag team right now because there's some big stuff coming for the tag team division um, i'm going to be recruiting some outside tag teams as well coming up shortly so jump on it, okay? Jump on it and uh, become a tag team right now. So speaking of exciting things, uh, I know it's the season finale. It's really the end of, of this last season. I shouldn't be talking too much about this upcoming season because that's for season two to talk about. Um, but we've got the G1 tournament coming up for Prime. That's how they're going to start off the season is with that G1. And uh, so if you're... If you're contemplating, if you're not in the EWC already and you're contemplating joining the EWC, uh, give Prime a look. That G1 tournament's going to be huge. We've got the the Indie Championship on one side, the Television Championship on the other side. Um, it's going to be a lot of fun, really exciting. So sign up for Prime if, if you're looking uh, to join the EWC. If you're not looking to join Prime, which is under a, a 750 word limit, which is up from 500 previously, um, Brawl and Rampage... You know, look at them to join. Paramount's got enough people. Enough with the Paramount people. Enough. Paramount, stop it. Um, so, yeah, so that's that's the 100. So let's, let's stop right here. We'll take a little break. We're going to come back with a very special guest, and they'll wrap things up. This is the top 100 wrestlers of 2020 edition of Mac at Night. We'll be right back. All right, and coming in for that number one spot is our guest for the evening, ladies and gentlemen, the number one wrestler on the top 100 wrestlers of 2020, Jordan freaking sharp. Welcome to the show, Jordan. Oh, thank you for having me, Mac. Let me tell you something. That was a hell of an intro. I don't know if I can uh, I can live up to that, but uh, 
I'll do my best. Well, that's good. It's good to have you, my man. You had uh, you had quite the year. I'm looking at your stat sheet right now. Uh, you got 16 wins on the season, nine MVPs, two titles won, two successful defenses, five main events. Holy cow, sharp! You had yourself a season. Which is funny because in the in midsummer when I was uh, losing every week, I'm sitting here going, maybe I should hang it up because I'm just. I'm going up against the the top dogs, and I'm just getting my butt whooped every single week. But that's how EWC is, right? You win some, you lose. So what changed then, Jordan? I mean, if you you had a struggle, obviously you turned it around because you're our points leader for for 2020. I mean, you you had a fantastic year. So so what happened? What what caught the got you going? I guess I just had to sit down with JFS and give him a talking to him and be like, listen, you're making us look bad here. You gotta, you gotta get your stuff together. So, uh, no, I, uh, I said, I, I worked on my stuff. I went back, I read the scorecards of, the, of what I did to improve, what I could do to improve. And I really just tried to work on that. And I, when I was going up against, you know, the top guys, uh, you know, I'm going against Melanie Malone, against Scorpio, Ace King, guys like that. So I, I knew that just because you lose to people like that doesn't doesn't mean anything. Uh, those are amazing writers and talented people. So, And I just was able to focus more and, and get back in that zone, I guess. Excellent. You know, and, and I got to say, I love the, the scorecard shout out that that makes me go. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. He got use out of it. That's awesome. <laughs> I, yeah, I've, I've gotten a lot of you. I, I know I've complained about the scorecard probably, but uh, I have gotten a lot of use out of them over the years. They've because I had no clue what I was doing when I, when I first came around. So those actually helped me uh, get pointed in the right direction. No. Well, I, I got to tell you, I've, I've got a lot of respect for you um, for a lot of reasons, to be honest. Um, number one, I, I love your dedication and your passion. I mean, you went from for someone who, I mean, you've been with EWC for, for quite a while. People don't really realize that they think you're kind of new to the EWC. Um, but you were actually with us uh, f- several years back and then and then found your way back to us. And one of the things I respect the most about you is is you did go through struggles with your writing you did go through struggles where you weren't winning and you basically buckled down. You took feedback, you listened to feedback, but the thing I respect is that you applied it. You actually took it in. You actually applied the feedback, whether it was from people talking to you or messaging you or from the scorecards. And it dramatically changed your writing. It changed your focus and, and you can see it. I mean, dude, you're, you're the number one, you're the number one person in the fed right now. You know, as far as the, you know, the, the the points go and everything. So, I mean, I respect you for that. That that you took the feedback, that you you made the necessary improvements. I mean, not a lot of people are humble enough to do that. So, I, I'm really impressed that you did that, my friend. Well, thank you for that, Mac. That's uh, really, uh, I know I could name probably like. 30 people who I think are probably way more talented and way better writers than me, but people like that and the thing the difference about ewc is people like that as opposed to other feds will reach out and they will help you like dean stitches he he was he was amazing when i first came around he would break down some of my stuff if i asked him he would tell me exactly what i i needed to improve and other people like like tony 
uh, reached out to me and told me to keep going. And when I was, you know, feeling pretty crappy about losing, you know, six, eight matches in a row. And, and that's the difference between EWC and, and the others. So, Oh, that's, that's awesome. So tell me, how does it feel to be sitting? I mean, we, we know how cocky the, the character can be at times or how cocky you can be on discord at times, but <laughs> <laughs> let's hear the genuine response from Mr. Sharp, the pizza man himself, Tide Pods. You're number one. What does that mean to you to be number one? Oh, it, it means a lot to me. They, I, I saw that and I got all giddy because I was at work and my wife was asleep. So there was literally nobody I could tell. So I was, just, I was talking about it on Discord and, and kind of you know bouncing around, you know, making pizzas. And it's just, oh, it, like I said, there's a lot of people who I think are, are, should be at the top of the list but for me i was just like oh i gotta make myself a i gotta make myself a wallpaper or something so, <laughs> so, so I, i'm number one baby i'm number one it's it's uh it was amazing it was he had a good year jfs had a good year and, and when you put in the when you put in the work you know it's good to see stuff like that pay off and it was kind of validation because uh you know i've been in a lot of feds and the only one i ever did any good in was the one that was just me and my friends from high school. So kind of that was kind of be like, okay, you know, you are kind of a good writer, Jordan, you, you, you can get it done. So that's, that's what it meant to me. It was, it was very, it was cool. <laughs> that's, that's awesome. And you know, it, this isn't to take a negative turn here, but just to point out a couple of things. So the person who's number two, Scorpio, he led yes. the fed in wins this year. So he had 21 wins. So he had more wins than you. The person who's number three on the list is our undisputed champion. So he's, he's the champion of the entire EWC. So what that should tell you is, it, despite the fact that you didn't have the most wins, despite the fact you don't finish the year as our EWC champion, you're still number one. And, you know, that says a lot about your abilities. It says a lot about um, the momentum that you carried this year, whether it had been from using fighter talk or, or using um segments in the shows um or you know your successful defenses your main event wins your mvps and i look at the mvps and really to have nine which i think the league leader was 10 so you were one away from having the most mvps in the season and to win mvp nine times that means that on nine shows you had if not the best tied with the best score on that show so it really goes to show how, how, just how strong of a rider that you've become that nine times this season, you had the highest score on the show. Well, that is surprising to me because I did not know it was that many, but that is pretty odd. And it also shows that, uh, you know, baby faces still get the job done. You can still get to the top with a baby face. There's a lot of heels right behind JFS right there. So uh, it, it's it, a lot. That's a lot of, I didn't know there was that many, so that's good. <laughs> it, it's true. You know what? It, there was a there was a knock earlier this season that heels can't succeed in the EWC, and <laughs> those are coming from people that don't pay attention because it's been a mm. heel world in the EWC for a while. It has, like, the, yes. <laughs> like the heels have been dominating this Fed for a while. So yeah, you're right to see, you know, a babyface character like JFS as number one, and and especially for it to be a non. Um, EWC champion because everybody was always, you know, up in my business saying that, you know, oh, the number one spot always goes to the undisputed champion, even if they don't deserve to be the number one 
Well, no, like you hear, you just proved it. You're, you're the number one in the entire. <laughs> I mean, you are our indie champion currently, yes, but you're not, exactly. you're not the, you're not the undisputed champion. Right. So, I mean, that's, you know, good for you, man. You had a great year. So I, what's, I, what's in I, store I, for, for the next season for you? Well, uh, I kind of hinted in my, in my promos that, uh, at WrestleFest that uh, JFS need to kind of kind of move on a little bit from Prime, but we're not going to do that quite yet, but I, I really feel like I need to branch out and try some other brands because that seems to be what the uh, the heel characters always say is that I hide on Prime and only I'm only on Prime, but it's, it's a deliberate part of my character, but uh, I definitely think that I need to be trying out some other brands. I think there's some stories still left to tell and I still want to tell them and I, I just want to I want to win some new titles. I want to do some new things in 2021. So uh, I think I think that's what I'm going to try and do is just branch out a little bit and you know do some new stuff. Those are some good goals. And I'll say, you know what? Um, as the creator of of EWC Prime, I, I love Prime. I love the concept of Prime. And I think you know a lot of times for anybody who's watched wrestling for a long time, like long time fans. I think many will agree that indie wrestling can at many times be better than the WWEs of the world. Um, it's just, it's exciting. You know, it's smaller crowds. So it's usually louder, rowdier crowds. Um, the wrestling is usually really bang on. Like it's usually really good wrestling. Um, there are some indie feds obviously who, you know, are really low budget and the wrestling ain't that great. Cause it's some people are just getting their start and just, you know, figuring things out. But I, I, I love the indie world. I think the indie world's really exciting. And I think, you know, having you as being the undisputed champion while on Prime was a big thing for Prime. I think it put some cachet to the name. And, you know, we've seen recently a little boom in the Prime numbers, like the roster going up uh, recently. Um, so I think the stigma that, you know, the heels use in character, obviously, because no one outside yeah. of character believes that. But in character, I think I think we might start seeing a shift this year that maybe Prime, you know, shouldn't be looked at in a negative way. It should be looked at in a more positive way because indie wrestlers go through hell. It's it's hellish booking. It's crazy <laughs> traveling. Like it's I mean, really, it's it's a tough world to be an indie wrestling. So the fact that you're the number one guy on that show, I mean, that that says more about you in character than anybody else really yeah and uh not only to <clears throat> bring the undisputed title to uh prime but to win it on an episode of prime i thought was really good for for jfs's character at first i really wanted that pay-per-view match but the more i thought about it i was like well that fits in perfectly for him to win the title amongst his people so i thought that was a really cool moment that was probably my obviously my favorite yeah. moment that's awesome and um, i'm gonna spring something on you um we obviously haven't rehearsed this we haven't really gone over over anything so this is going to be um something i'm just springing on you but what does it feel what does it feel like right now to be told that you're going to continue as indie champion <laughs> uh that that makes me very happy i i i was outspoken about the rule before but uh i i uh I I think it's uh, I think it makes sense for the most part, but uh, I'm very happy to continue on as your indie champion, and uh, thank you for that. 
<laughs> I cut for those listening. This I'm catching him off guard. You're the, yeah. the rest of EFED is going to know this by the time this airs because I'm going to announce it. Um, but this is catching Jordan off guard. He had no idea this was coming. So yeah, no, j- just for you to know, Jordan, what we decided. I mean, the, the whole thing makes sense. I, I'll break down the explanation better in, in writing. But basically, uh, Prime is is going to start off this season with the with the G1 tournament. And it's going to follow the same course as, as the one prior where, you know, the, the Indy championship will be on the line every match that you're in. So <laughs> don't think great. it's going to be easy for you. <laughs> yeah, it's, great. It's not, it's not going to be easy. Um, but yeah, so basically your first match, um, if you, you know, you successfully win it, you're staying on as, as prime champion because you never lost it but it will be on the line every time you fight in the G1, just like how the G1 is. Oh, well, bring them on. Bring them all on. <laughs> so it adds some excitement. I mean, obviously, some positive news. You get to stay on as, as indie champion, and, and rightfully so. You had a successful defense at WrestleFest. Um, you did excellent at WrestleFest. Um, you know, obviously, you didn't end the, the show the way you wanted it, but, you know, there, this is why we're sitting at 2021 looking at a, a big season. You've got big goals and, you know, now you've got a target on your back, uh, Jordan, because people are going to want that number one spot and they're going to be coming for you. Uh, well, you know, they don't call him simply the best for no dang reason. So let them all come. I, I don't, I don't <laughs> know who calls you that. It must be the pizza, the people that eat your pizza. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're right. And myself in my own private moments. <laughs> no, we love you, buddy. We, we really do. You have a lot of fans in the WC um, <laughs> out of character. No, honestly, you, you really do. Um, there's a lot of people that speak up very favorably about you. Um, you're well-respected in the Fed. Um, you can be a little bit of a whiny bitch at times, but... <laughs> well, you know, I'm getting old, so, you know, I get mad if I don't get my nap, and then um, just things seem wrong to me. This whole world's just wrong. I know. And, hey, for those who don't know, so Jordan Sharp and I share the same birthday. We're both born uh, February 19th, and which is actually Bruce Wayne, Batman's birthday as well. And, and so, I, go I ahead. it's exactly 10 years, too, because you're turning 40, aren't you? It, it, yeah, thanks for reminding everybody. Uh, yeah, well, I'm turning 30, so... <laughs> So yeah, Jordan. Jordan is turning the big three zero. I'm turning the big four zero. So it'll be. So y'all better be online on the nineteenth of February. That's all. February. That's all I'm saying. That's right. That's right. It'll be a big party in the Discord. There you go. So any any final words for everybody, Jordan, before we let you go? Oh, well, you know, I just thank all all of our buddies in EWC. There really is, if, if anyone listening to this is not in EWC, the family stuff is not made up. Like, I, I we really are a, a family and a great group of people. And it just, it, it makes me so happy to to just be in the Fed and, and hang out with everybody in EWC. And uh, I just, I just thank anyone that's ever said anything nice about my writing or anything that I've done. So... That's all I got to say. Well, gee, golly, wash willikers. Very nice. (laughs) (laughs) That was very nice, very sentimental, and very true. We are a family atmosphere here. We all get along. And, uh, Jordan, we love you. Thanks for being on the show. And congratulations for being the number one wrestler in the EWC of 2020. Thank you, boss. I appreciate that. All right. Well, I want to thank... 
Jordan freaking sharp for being on the show tonight. Uh, that was really cool that he that he did that. I tried to get the top three on tonight. Um, unfortunately, it just couldn't work out, so we we settled. <laughs> it's with Jordan Sharp. Uh, he promised me a free pizza, so we'll see if that happens. Um, just want to thank you all for for listening. Uh, our numbers have grown crazily and steadily from episode to episode. Uh, thank you so much for being a listener in season one. It's been super exciting. So season uh, this last season of, of EWC uh, was our 21st season. Um, in the WC, and we we had a total of 71 shows in 2020 that includes Brawl, Rampage, Prime, FSW, Thunder, and our pay-per-view events. So we had 71 total shows in 2020. What's it looking like for 2021? We're going to have 72 shows. <laughs> There's 72 planned shows, including Thunder. Um that doesn't include Legends of the Cage. That doesn't include our award show. Um, but there's 72 shows coming uh, for 2021. I've finalized the schedule. All of the staff have signed off on it. They're good with it. Um, so just to break down what it's going to look like. Now, people might be thinking, but Mac, you said it's a more relaxed schedule this year. And it is. Okay? It is. So even though there's one extra show... Um, it is a much more relaxed schedule, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell you how. So in February, we've got eight shows planned, and that's on par with last year, eight and eight. March, we've got five, same as last year. April, we got eight, same as last year. May, we have nine, same as last year. June, we have eight. Last year, we had seven. Now, July is going to be our mini little break in the season, which we haven't really done before. So in July, we're only going to have four episodes. And uh, last year we had seven, so we're gonna we're, we've cut that down now. Two of those four are actually pay per view pay per view events. We've got Scars and Stripes at the beginning, and we've got Parabellum in the end. So that means there's only gonna be two shows that air that month, and um, really exciting because July with Parabellum is going to be our EWC Invasion month. So what's Invasion month? Well, that's when the brands invade each other. So (laughs) that sounds weird. Uh, I don't know why I chose that voice either, but basically it's a versus month. We want to build up Parabellum, and so we're going to have brand versus brand. So there's going to be two hostings uh, this year. Um, Paramount is going to host Brawl and Prime is going to host Rampage. And basically you're going to opt into their shows and you're going to fight each other. And it's going to, you know, be some hype buildup that leads us to Parabellum. And then next year we'll have uh, different hosts. So that's exciting. Uh, In August, we got seven shows, six last year, September 5, which was the same. October, we got seven, one down from the year before. November, we have eight. Last year, we had six. And then December, we're only going to have WrestleFest, and that's it. Last year, we had two. Uh, We had Thunder as well. Uh, This December, we're only going to have WrestleFest, which means you're going to have a nice long break uh, at, at winter break. So we have one more episode compared to last year as far as EWC scheduling goes, but it's a much, much more relaxed schedule. And uh, yeah, we're very excited about 2021. So I want to thank you all very much for a very, very successful 2020. 
Uh, we saw some incredibly successful rookies uh, in the EWC this past season. Uh, we saw a bunch of title changes. We've seen Elite 15 people going up and down, moving around. We saw some consistent people. Um, the writing has only gotten better and better. I'm just over the moon proud of all of you. I'm thrilled to be um, your president. I know the staff are all very, very excited about you know this past season, how it turned out, and where we're headed for the following season. I won't get ahead of myself because next year falls into season two of Mac at Night. So thank you very much for listening tonight. Thank you for listening all season long. I'm looking forward to what's to come, and I'm looking forward to having more guests on the show. I'm looking forward to introducing some more unique drinks to the show. Because that's part of the show, is the drink. Speaking of which, I should take a sip again. <sighs> very nice. All right. So again, from the bottom of my heart, thank you very much for listening to this. Thank you for the nominations, by the way, for the awards you put me up for. Um, that's greatly appreciated as well. Thank you for continuing to listen. Again, I'm blown away at at the growth of our numbers. Um you know, it started off, there was like 20-something people that listened to the to the first couple of episodes, and then it jumped to 50, and then 70, and now we're pushing over 100 every episode. So thank you very, very much. I'm just, I'm, I'm super blown away by the support and the fact that you want me to keep doing this. It's exciting. So thank you so much. Uh, we've got a humongous 2021 coming up. Season 22, 22 of EWC is man it's gonna be fun we got some exciting things so that's all i'll say till season two thank you so much love you all nation all love take care everybody good night <laughs>